What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Lockdown Cavs. I'm Chris Manning. That's Evan Demmer. On today's show, we're going to talk about the continuing COVID issues, and we're going to talk about J.B. Bickerstaff's contract extension. That's all coming up today on Lockdown Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavs podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. <laughs> You are Locked On Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Evan, before we get into today's show, I want to remind our listeners that we want to thank them for making Locked and Cavs their first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms. And we're continuing that march to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. So give us a blade of Christmas present and go hit subscribe right now. But how you doing, buddy? How was your Christmas? It was good, man. How was uh, It was good. It was good, all things considered. Uh, yeah, if you want to give us a belated Christmas gift, call it like a COVID Christmas because I got a lot of those going on this week. But it was good, man. How was yours? It was good. Uh, took a little, you know, time away. I, I hot take. I enjoy that we don't cover team that plays on Christmas. I like having actual Christmas Day to just kind of vibe around and not have to like, you know, t- to think about work. Um, the Cavs did do a news. They did leak out the and then announce the news that GB Bakers have got a contract extension. So I, I think we should just start there. I was gonna say, uh, you know, bearing the lead here and kind of breaking the rule of of news and and bearing that news. But this is the most important thing. The COVID stuff going on right now and the the quality of basketball we're seeing is it exists we'll talk about it later in the show but i have a jb bickerstaff has signed a contract extension that's going to in theory keep him through cleveland uh through the 2026 2027 season we'll both be in our 30s when that when that extension uh comes and if that if that comes and goes uh you know, that's what i was doing the math in my head for because i turned 29 in less than a little over a month I will definitely be in my mid thirties if JV sees that contract who is at in Cleveland. And that's yeah, disgusting he'll be on, to even think about. I'll probably he'll, have children by the time JV Bickerstaff's contract's over. Well he'll be he'll be almost fifty. So, you know, take that take take the wins where you can get them, my friend. But looks uh, good for fifty. You know, hope I, I need to yeah, hit him up yeah. for his routine. Look, the, the the key you know what the key is? Get paid money. lots of money to to be a basketball coach and have, have some wealth. South Park made the joke himself that tell Magic Johnson beat AIDS is money. That's that's true. So, but JB Bakerstaff signed through that, signs his extension. Um, he's obviously been the Cavs head coach since taking over for John Beeline midway through the 2019-2020 season. That feels about nine billion years ago. It really wasn't all that long ago. This is technically Bakerstaff's third um, head coaching job, but he's obviously an interim in Houston and then took over in, in Memphis kind of towards the tail end of the, the Marcus Saul Mike Conley era down there. This was the first time I think a lot of people would argue that he has been empowered to be a coach. It is obviously, I think, the reason he gets this extension, which we don't know the financial terms of, um, but I would just gather he's well paid, is that he, we I'll are take. in a spot. Yeah, we are. He was the highest paid assistant in the league, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, or one of the highest paid assistants. And so uh, I like where this cycle's going. Well, the Cavs have a, 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 a habit, which is you hire a coach who, who doesn't work, you have to fire in spectacular fashion, and then the assistant ends up who you wanted to hire, who maybe you wanted to hire all along, who perhaps the GM wanted to hire all along and not the owner there you go. Um, ends up working out. There we go. Look at that. But I, I, mean, I, I think this was – this is an interesting decision because I think I think if you go on how this year has gone, he's certainly, I think, one of the front runners for Coach of the Year. He's certainly one of the guys. He's done a great job with this team. I think he was the right voice post John Beeline by all accounts. He's resonated with kind of everyone on the team. He, I think, has done a lot to kind of simplify things for a younger team. And they're, they're obviously having a ton of success this year. They've had one of the best. They have had 
I think inarguably the best turnaround of any team from this year, from last year to this year. They've been good. They're they're they look like a playoff team at this point. We'll see how good you know and how far they go. But like JB has done, I think a really really good job of managing this roster, of managing these this team. It's interesting that they went this route to give him this extension, and not just like a like a shorter extension. Like they're gonna bump it up for like several years. Like this is like a five year down the road kind of thing. Like we're not even twenty twenty two yet. You know, so like this is a long way it's away a five here. Year contract extension. Yeah, and it's it, that's bold. That's bold. So, what was your when when this comes through when we get the Woj bomb, you know, over Lake Erie? What 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 popped you about this? Well, since Woj blocked me, I didn't know this. I found out myself. And then I saw Woj reported it first, but um, I think it's well deserved. I think JB really, like you said, is a front runner for Coach of the Year this year. Not only has he turned Denzel Valentine and Laurie Mark into the service okay, of, okay. serviceable call, players, call, the call, Chicago call, Bulls can never call, do. You know, quit hamming it up on behalf of of the people who aren't even cutting you checks. Evan, continue. Not hamming it up. I just I have always been a fan of JB Baker's staff. I think he people always ask me, like I've done several radio appearances at this point. And that's always like the first question is why is this team doing so well? And I'm like, I think it's just because JB Baker staff has his finger on the pulse of this team. And he has tried a lot of unconventional things. I think he said a lot of the right things too, where you ask him, like, why are you playing big? He's like, Well, it is a copycat league, but we don't have the wings and the guys to play small ball a la Golden State or Houston who took mm-hmm. it to it like the furthest extreme possible. So he's like, well, we're just going to lean in on being big and it's worked. I've firmly maintained the mentality. It's only weird if it doesn't work and it's worked. The Cavs have shot up their winning percentage by like 28.8% last I checked based on just the lat this year from last year to this year, which is incredible. And yeah, man, I why not reward the guy who has been a key part of this turnaround is clearly if you believe what the team said, when did Bayline step down? That was always the plan to have Bickerstaff take over. This has always, I guess, been in the plans all along. So, <laughs> and, and I, just to be clear, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't baby. know if I, I don't know, I don't know if I believe that. I really don't know if I believe that. <laughs> that, that was that was a that was a convenient thing to say. I'm just saying. I I, I wholeheartedly agree. I just think I, like I, I'm like skeptical of a lot of things when they like say these things just because they're so like it's like so convenient to just have these like, you know, reasons for like things happening. And I'm just like, OK, my I'm, this is sus. This is sus. Just a little bit. But yeah, man, it's just I'm interested to see where this goes. We will talk about COVID ball probably in the next break and in the following segment after that, too, if you really want to. We'll just kind of pope a real well, last. I, I think but. there's I think there's more to, to say about JB. And, and for me, there is. I, I think I think what has stood out is that I think he's I think what I, I think works for him is that he's very practical. I mm-hmm. think that JB Bickerstaff is not like and I, I, I wonder if you ask him this and he what he would say, but I don't think he's like Nick Nurse or Spolstra or like that Carlisle kind of coach where I think he's gonna be like exacting with a scheme, exacting with um kind of defensively the, maybe. Well, but but even then, I think what we've seen him do is, is say like, okay, I have these two like seven foot like monsters in Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, and I'm gonna like make my scheme center around what those two guys can do because I'm just not gonna mess around and I'm gonna lean into that talent, right? Like, like there's a reason that like Lowry, part of the reason that Lowry Marketing works has worked as a three, and like those three big lineups, so to speak, have worked is because JB Bickerstaff is, have, yeah, they they don't watch I. If you're watching the next Cavs game, when when Lowry and, and those two guys play, and we'll see when all these guys get out of COVID protocols, and, and are healthy and good enough to go and pass their condition tests. But watch Lowry Market when he's defending a wing. Let's say it's like Paul George when they played the Clippers, or or 
you know, if it was going to be they, Brandon, Brandon Ingram on Tuesday, which one happened on the docket? Well, but well, Ingram hurt his Achilles. I don't. He's not going to play on Tuesday. He's he's had some Achilles soreness. He's not going to play Tuesday. Or but like maybe future Cavalier Karis Levert on yeah, January second. Just pick a pick a wing. When when that wing is put into is running a screen is a ball handler and a screen action, and that the big let's say it's Mobley's guy. The Cavs are not saying like, "Hey Lowry, fight over the screen." They're saying, "Hey Evan, just switch that." Like our scheme is going to be relying on these two guys to do really, really special stuff on that end of the floor to make it work, to, to kind of set us to make that scheme work. And I think like that is the that is the the philosophy that has kind of guided this team in a lot of ways. It is okay. We're going to like do the really simple stuff. We're going to execute that really, really well, and we're going to keep it kind of vanilla. And I'm going to relate to these guys. I think one of the things that like was obviously one of the big transitions from all the reporting we saw with Beeline from. You know, maybe Kevin Love is the biggest example of this in some ways. It's like they went from Beeline, who just like didn't seem to get along with anybody, to a guy that is, I think, like very well liked. And we'll see how this goes. I mean, we'll see how long this lasts. Again, I, five years is like a bold extension, Cotton, because it's just like a long time. But like, if you're gonna try to be stable, and I think that's something I want to talk about more in the next segment. If you're gonna be normal for at least like and be the, in a normal phase of your franchise history, where the owner, the, the, someone making the decision right now, is like more worried about like art than he is like meddling in franchise decisions. Let's say, mm-hmm. like, this is a way to do that. And I think I, I think one of the other things that makes me happy about this is that JB Bickerstaff is in a is in a in a profession where you are guaranteed nothing. You are guaranteed nothing. But what is guaranteed is the money that he's going to get paid the rest of that contract. So salute to securing the bag, uh, and you take that. And I think that's great. Yeah, you know, maybe the interesting thing is is maybe JB's contract is a bit of a trial period, and the trial renewed without the Cavs' consent. And you know what could help them with that, Chris, if they want to avoid doing that going forward? Today's sponsor, <sighs> Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Do not, and I mean do not, let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill today to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscription in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has saved over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million combined. That's a lot of money. Do not fall for sus- subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash NBA. Disclaimer. Failure. Oh, never mind. Disclaimer, J.B. Bickerstaff's contract was not a trial. I was just using it as a creative way to segue into the ad. Welcome back to Locked on Cavs. Really butchered me having to insert some ads there. I mean, just, you know, really made it harder. Anyway, Evan, I'm going to bring up... Uh, yeah, you did, but it's okay. I'll, well, I, 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 I will disclaimer. It was a disclaimer for the ad copy, and I was just like, oh, no, this actually isn't a disclaimer, so I had to come up with one on the spot. Well, you know, I, I think I've read it. Slick. It's fine. It, it happens. Um... I'm going to bring this up because I thought this was one of the better tweets that I saw about the JB thing. Uh, this is from Jason Lloyd from The Athletic. So with this extension, JB Bickerstaff will become the Cavs' longest tenure coach since Lenny Wilkins, if he makes the end of his screen. new deal, a, a chance for some much-needed stability for a franchise on the right. So if you're on YouTube, you saw it, you can see this tweet. You can see Jason it. Lloyd said not, something nice about the Cleveland Cavaliers, folks. If you're on YouTube, you saw it first. But if you're not, well, again, go ahead. Evan, Evan, put down those water pails. 
and come back to me. Anyway, I'm not carrying Cavs, water, like, but Jason Lloyd never has anything good to say about the Cavs. I'm just saying that's I'm just teasing you, but that is also something the organization says a lot. And you know, frankly, they don't always deserve it. But like, here's the thing. That is just like a crazy thing to consider, considering like the Cavs had Ty Lue, who is perhaps one of the the what the four or five best coaches in the entire NBA. Like on their and like obviously that they broke up and like there was a lot going on there, but like they had him. You know, they they have had that and Lenny Wilkins was the coach of the team like back in the eighties into the nineties. Like like that is that that says so much to me about what the Cavs have been for like the last twenty years. It's just like you know, and obviously, like NBA coaching cycles have changed. Like guys, you know, guys come in and out much more than they used to. All of that stuff, but like, good lord, they could not like have like a normal like six months for the longest period of no. time. And like, this is we are in the longest stretch of Cavs normalcy in like a long time. Like, I honestly, considering those LeBron years were also not normal. Like, maybe I don't even know when when this is like the most like kind of stable Cavs stretch has been and i think jb is a part of that i, th- I think culture like i i think it ma- I, th- I was thinking i'm a big culture matters guy i i don't totally know like the percentage of credit he would get because i think sometimes winning helps and i think sometimes just getting really really good players in your building helps but i think jb is a kind of guy that is gonna try to build something that does feel like a good work environment for everyone i think i think that matters i do sorry i was chuckling to myself because Speaking of Lenny Wilkins, um, we wrote we, we read Terry Pluto's Cavs history book. It, it's it's in my bedroom bookshelf, but um, I just chuckled to myself because Terry Pluto is now singing the praises of this Cavs team because they remind him of the Lenny Wilkins Cavaliers and how they play for each other and not themselves. It's not three point centric, but yeah, this this just this Cavs team works. JB works as a head. Coach That's also just, uh, that that all the three point thing is just like okay, boomer, get off your couch anyway. Yeah, like get off my lawn, old man. Kind of takes, but. The Cavs are also like like average in three point rate. Like it's not like oh, they're the like Cavs not are incredibly taking- average offensively. They're like thirteenth in offensive rating or lower than that. But they're like they're they're a defensive team. They just somehow make this offensive system hum. And like I asked JB about this because like they're down Larry or they're down Evan Mobley or they're down Jared Allen, and I'm like, you plug Dean Wade into the lineup for Evan Mobley in this scenario. And granted, they're beating, they're playing a really bad Rockets team, but like the system still hums, things still work, things are fine. I think the Cavs have full faith in what JB's trying to build. And I think the most, well, it's not really, it shouldn't be refreshing for us because last season was a COVID condensed schedule. JB didn't really get the opportunity to implement his systems to the fullest of his vision. They, they also and didn't think, have Evan Mobley. They also just didn't too. have Evan Mobley. That too. And they also didn't have Jared Allen. They had Andre Drummond starting over Jared Allen. What a weird season last year was. It feels so long ago. But, yeah. Um, like I, yeah, I, I think this, it's both like you have more normalcy now to some degree and like you got, a generational talent and you have a Jared Allen for a full year. Like, I think Ooh, these things go ahead. Chris hand Manning hand. called Evan Mobley a generational talent. I like that. I'm, I'm just saying, man, all the stuff I've been in the drum on since the beginning of the season that Evan Mobley is going to be one of the best in this class. And then JB should get coach of the year consideration. I'm just feeling really good about myself because I gave some really bad betting advice on betting the under on this Cavs team to start the season. Uh, literally, we will have Ben Axfar back on to, to just roast ourselves for that. Shame. Like 30 minutes. Like the, the shame. Yeah. Just have your wife stand in the corner and go shame and shame <laughs> the, ring the bell. No, I'll not do that. That's just, that's no. Um, 
I, I th the other thing about this that I think is interesting is that like I'm gonna just do a very Chris Manning thing here. Is like this is one of those times where like if I'm Kobe Altman, just like do it 15 minutes with the media and like take the victory lap. Like let me ask you some questions. No, but man. Take the, the desk to Kobe Altman. He'll take the victory lap. Just just hop on a Zoom, my dude. Let's go. Hop on a Zoom. Yeah. This is just one of those times where, like, I want to ask him stuff that he's not going to say in his very meticulously crafted press release. There's just, like, a lot about this, and I think it's really interesting because it comes out on Christmas. It is leaked through Woj on Christmas. Like, the timing is interesting. Like, I think it's good for JB. I think it's, uh, in a lot of ways, a good move for him. I don't know if it's, like, an A-plus thing just because it's, like, five years is a long time in the NBA, and I, like... Who Lord knows where I anything. I still think they're be paying like Ty Lue, and they're still paying John Bayline. Dude, they're still paying J.R. Smith. So like, like <laughs> the Kevin have our. I saw. Are I saw you saying J.R. should come back for the culture. I think. I I just it's a vibe. I want to like he asked for a ten day. You're already paying him. Give him a little extra scratch and just you know for the vibe renew the relationship. Would the ten day yeah. void his current buyout? I have no idea. I don't care. Wouldn't that be I interesting? Wouldn't that be a weird way for the Cavs to circumvent their salary cap situation to sign J.R. Smith to a 10-day? I, <laughs> I would love I it. Just, I, like, if you're going to have to sign stuff, like, I would I just give me one vibe guy, you know? Like, just give me one, like, vibe situation. But I, I'm curious to see also just I, – I mean, I think the key to this JB thing, just to kind of wrap that up, is – how this evolves and how this captain evolves over time and how he evolves with it, I think will probably be how we look back at this because there, yeah. there is going to be some kind of a, the, the Cavs have evolved this year, right? Like Mobley and Allen and Garland is the triumvirate of, of the team success, I think has led them to some kind of evolution. They are going to get as Evan Mobley in particular evolves into whatever kind of crazy good player he's going to be. And the team figures out how to, how to build more with him and all that stuff. Like, I think how he evolves with it is going to probably dictate how this deal ultimately plays out. But I'm I'm happy for him. Um, I've I think we speak for you that we've both like I enjoy. Like I find him just like engaging to talk to, even if he gives you a lot of cliches. I you know he gave us a bunch of time on the pod once, and I'm going to be transparent and say like, I'm grateful that he was willing to do that. Um, and that kudos for my book. Like, I I but I I think how this evolves next season. You know, as the team makes some moves, as this team like figures out what it is, and again, as Evan Mobley like grows up, that's going to dictate, I think, how a lot of this goes because how he evolves with the team will just be sort of, I think, a thing to follow here. Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I just think this Cavs team is a perfect storm, and I do think Evan Mobley is the linchpin, the straw that stirs the drink, whatever you want to call it. Um, I didn't feel good about their chances when Colin Sexton went down, but the, the they just keep moving because. Like Chris said, they found their triumvirate in, I love that word, by the way, in Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen, and how they build around those three will be interesting going forward. But clearly, they're beginning that process by committing so much money to J.B. Bakerstaff up front because J.B. Bakerstaff is the one who's kind of like established this. So maybe give him the leeway and the ability now to really build out this roster to his vision and maximize the potential of those three aforementioned players as well. All right. After the break, we're going to talk about COVID ball and, and how weird uh, Cavs basketball kind of is right now. Is I'll have a vibe question players. for Chris on the top, love, too. Love a vibe question. Anyway, uh, first, got to tell everyone about our friends at Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there on the market. If you're locked on Cavs listener, you already know that. You've probably ordered a ton already, um, and they're great. I love Bilt Bar. I had. One this morning after a workout. Uh, I have one pretty much every single day. I know Evan has one after he works out there. His post kind of go-to snack. And they have so many great flavors. He punched the mic. There we go. 
Um, they have raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. When cookie dough's in stock, you got to stock up on that. And I got to say, if you need a late Christmas present, for if, if your buddy got you a Christmas present and you're like, crap, I didn't get him anything I need to, or, or her need to get them something, order some Bilt Bars. Say, hey, look, I know you're trying to get those gains in in the new year. Try these Bilt Bars. The guys at Locked on Caps are they're great and, and help with help get that protein. Look, 130 calories to 180 is is really really healthy. There's 18 grams of protein in just about every single one of these bars. They're all, and they're really good tasting. You can't beat it. So go to built.com. Use the promo code Locked15. You're gonna get 15% off reorder. Again, promo code Locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, Evan, hit me with the vibe question first before we we ruin the mood. So if you had to do a vibe signing just for the feels, just to really like make fans nostalgic and you had to sign them to a 10 day deal, who would you pick? J.R. Smith, Dion Waiters, <laughs> or I'm, I'm adding this for emphasis, Antonio Lang off the bench. My answer is actually Channing Fry. You know, if Channing or RJ wanted to see it for the Cavs, Ch- again, Channing, I'm, I'm, Channing has also just like tweeted a lot about how he's not in shape to do that, and like that's probably true. But I just think it'd be he's overall vibes like Kevin Love's mood would like increase. Give Kevin Love, give Kevin Love a bestie to hang out with, you know. Sign Kevin Love to an extension, and announce they signed Channing Fry to a ten day in the same day. Yeah, same press release. Um, it's like a footnote. Oh, by the way, we signed Channing Fry. Per Kevin's Dion, Dion wouldn't. Dion would just be like fascinating on a lot of levels. I don't think that's happening. See, that's the um, thing. Like, I want to watch Dion Waiters play. Like the Cavs, I want to see Dion get it to watch it. Dion is a guy that um I think should go the G League. I I would I like. There's a lot of guys that have had success. Nick Stauskas, um, Isaiah Thomas, Lance Stevenson are all like in the league right now after so going into the G League for a bit. Team. That's like a pipeline to the NBA. Yeah. Um. Sioux Falls, obviously, I think had you know Brandon. I got called up amid all this COVID stuff. Dean Waiters, go play in the G League. I I would like to see it. Brandon, I got called up. Yeah, I don't remember by who we oh, got yeah, signed by the Mavs. Mavs, yeah, he's playing for good the for playing, night. Yeah, he's playing for the Sioux Falls Sky Force. Um, no, I know that. Um, just something funny about someone from like South Dakota right now, like going being a COVID replacement call up. But alas, nice. we're not going any further on that. I did that, not you. But anyway, Evan, um, COVID stuff with the Cavs is tricky because the Cavs got shellacked by Boston and then they shellacked the Raptors. Okay. There's context I don't feel like both. I, I don't, but I, it's just, I, the context for me is I don't feel like I learned anything. I don't feel no. like we're like deciphering a lot of information about these teams right now because like these are like the Raptors that the Cavs played are not the actual Toronto Raptors. There's no Scotty Barnes. There's no Fred Van Vliet. There's no OG and Anobi. Like that was not Toronto and the Cavs team that, that, played Boston was obviously not the full Cavs team, but like Boston and Boston had its own COVID issues as well. But like these teams are not like fully functional right now, you know, like I'm just like, these teams are kind of fake and we're just kind of getting through it right now until, you know, Okoro comes back and Moby comes back and, and, and we go down the list. Yep. No, I absolutely agree. So here's the context I was talking about though. So JB Bakerstaff shared after they got shellacked by the Celtics that, the, due to COVID protocols and the fact that they had to test everybody, make sure who is and isn't negative and do multiple tests to make sure that everything's foolproof because there is no real certainties with this pandemic. And that's why you should mask up and get vaccinated. Anyways, um, they only practiced for about 30 minutes the night before they played Boston and then flew out to Boston to play them that day. 
Nick Nurse shared with the media last night that the Raptors only practiced for about 30 minutes before they got shellacked by the Cavs. COVID makes it tough, and like Chris said, if you really want to put into context, the Raptors were missing 12 players because of health and safety protocols and injuries, and that's incredible to think about. That's, and that, that's that's like that, that's a whole the whole whole freaking team. Whole, that's a whole team. That's almost a whole team, and so. Yes, I think it's encouraging to see the Cavs continue to beat bad teams because that Raptors team is bad just because of the amount of talent missing and then what they had to put on the floor. I think it's encouraging the Cavs didn't play down to them and they played their style of basketball and beat them, but there's not a lot to glean from some of these bigger wins still, this is just an overarching theme just in general with the Cavs. Like Miami, they have beaten the Bricks off the Heat twice, but the Heat were missing Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler in both of those games. And if you held a gun to my head and said, the Miami Heat are playing the Cleveland Cavaliers in a best-of-seven series and Heat are finally fully healthy, I would take the Heat in six, probably. Because I think Eric Spolster would figure out ways to make the Cavs uncomfortable and would copy what the Bucks did with Drew Holiday in order to make that happen. Yeah, but there is something to say that this Cavs team just keeps humming along. I think they're just a perfectly good average team. Like the expectations aren't so high. I think we're having so much fun because the expectations were lower than low when the season started and to have them kind of achieve these heights, 20 wins this early into the season when they didn't hit that point until really late into last. They didn't win 20 games last year, did they? I don't think so. Okay, couldn't so tell you because like that, like time just doesn't feel real to me. But yeah, I don't no, think so. And I'm still getting over my holiday haze, but it's just encouraging to see this Cavs team beat bad teams. I'm interested to see how they handle their like. Yes, they're going to be getting players back. Like Okoro is questionable because he's conditioning to get back onto the floor, and I think that's part of the next test. Is yeah, he's allowed to be around the team and practice them now, but then now they have to make sure is he healthy enough to actually play? And does he have the lung capacity to play? Because again, Kevin loves stress that the hardest thing was getting back, getting back to the floor physically wasn't hard, but learning how to breathe the stuff. But like they have us, they play new Orleans, which could be interesting because they're, they're, they're a hot and cold team. Washington. Interesting as well. well. They, but without Brandon Ingram, it's sort of like perhaps like, cause he's out again, out of the Achilles run is probably like, doesn't yeah. seem like that's going to be a, a full I'm not putting asterisks next to, and they're going to be about Zion's as well, obviously, but like, well, yeah, you your can't fantasy put team knows it all too well that you, cause you pick Kyrie and Zion, which is incredible flex by you, buddy. You know, sometimes I just like to like to like twenty dollar bills on fire. This time I did it virtually, but um, <laughs> you really derailed me there, Buckaroo, Chuckaroo. You're welcome. But, um, I'm not saying put asterisks next to these games because Washington's going to be without Brad Beal because he entered health and safety protocols, and like Atlanta going to be a questionable game. Like Indiana, they aren't good but that's going to be tough it's like they play portland golden state sacramento utah san antonio and oklahoma city who the thunder aren't bad they're kind of in a similar position to the Cavs, so they're kind of clicking and grooving at the same time with just all the young talent starting to work and then they play brooklyn and chicago after that like that's going to be the real test depending on who is and isn't available because players can't exit health and safety protocols for the cast so they can re-enter is what i'm trying to get at and like yeah. chris and i were talking at the beginning like matt moore said it best like there's no good wins there's no bad wins or losses they're either wins or losses right now because this isn't really real basketball we're watching either this is like 
And no, no discredit to what the guys in the G League are doing. Like they are really pumping out talent, and I think it's great that the league is utilizing this development pool finally. But this isn't the apex of basketball either. Like the Cavs are adapting to the given situation, like all the other teams in the league are, and they're trudging along. I'm just curious to see what happens when they're fully healthy. Maybe they run into a team that has had better fortune as well when it comes to this COVID situation. Yeah, look, I, I think this is this is just, I think, my TLDR on this whole thing. If you're wondering, okay, what do I, what should I think of? Well, how should I conceptualize this? My sort of take on that is just if you can win games right now and you can Good. like beat Toronto, go one-on-one, you know, go like 500-ish while you're navigating this and you continue to have to play on because the whole league is having to play on right now. Like that's just, that's just what is happening. You can feel how you want to feel about it. I'm not going to tell you how to feel about it, but that is what is happening is that the league is going to, Push through this. Nate McMillan basically said this, like you, like, and they're without Trey Young and a bunch of other guys. Like he was like, "We have ten guys, eleven guys healthy. We're gonna play, right? Like that. That's just where what we're doing here. So I think what the, the reality of this is is just if you can win games and you can navigate these stretches, then come back fully healthy and continue to go. That's not a terrible place to be at the end of this, you know. And again, the Cavs. You know, we don't know if anyone else will, you know, end up. It's impossible for us to sit here and predict. You know, well, is there going to be a stretch where Darius Garland, for instance, like is in COVID protocols, or Ricky Rubio, or or whatever? Like, we don't know. It's impossible to predict for the Cavs' sake. Like, you would hope that they get kind of lucky and and avoid that. Um, they obviously dealing without with no Bombly, no Allen is like a really really tricky thing for them as well. This is just going to be something I think every team obviously is navigating. But if you can win games, you can kind of make the most of. These not fun times, let's say, to put it mildly, and get through. And you can and you can continue to win games that you need to win and beat teams that are down bad worse than you. I I think you have to just take that as as a win for what it is, and accept it and know that this season is just going to continue to be weird and that you're going to have some you're going to no one's really benefiting from this. But if you can just win games, I that's that's. That's enough as, as we kind of trudge on here. And again, I am not taking very, I'm taking very little. Like, I I hope that like someone maybe cleaning the glass or, or maybe someone else could just like factor out some of these games because like, I don't know what to do with the data from the Toronto game and, and thinking about this Cavs team. Like, I don't know if that game, like when I'm thinking about the, what this team is big picture, I, I don't think I can like take that game and like apply it to my thinking. I, I just, I, I can't like, I just look at what, what Toronto was and I'm just like, I don't know how any of this mattered. Like the Cavs won and they, the schedule gets moving on and talking to people in the league and, and stuff. Like, I think that's what, I think that's what a lot of people in the league generally just want, not just like the, the people at the top, but like, it's, it's kind of brutal, man. It's kind of brutal. Yeah. It's tough. It's hard up there for a pimp, but I think this is also just a reality of the situation too, that you have to just learn how to adapt and keep moving forward. Cause like Chris said, the league is not going to stop playing and, it's mostly just because of finances and like the bubble was like a not there will never be, yeah, there would never be another yeah. buy a bubble because it was not viable financially and it is really hard to contain grown men and, I, and yeah, like well, and I, I think i think mentally for the players and the, the people that were there i don't think it was uh i don't think that was fun let's say i think yeah, they got being, over it being away from your family for months on end does not sound like a fun time and being stuck inside disney orlando when they don't have the Avengers campus sounds like hell to me because you have to go to universal and universal is nowhere near better. Yeah. Unless they're just like big Harry Potter heads. All right. That's going to be it though. Um, we're going to wrap it up there. This has been lockdown cast for Monday, December 27th. We'll be back 
um, this week. Obviously, we're covering Cavs Pelicans, covering anything else that happens. You know, we'll see again. If, I, it looks like perhaps Okoro and Mobley should be back this week. We'll see kind of how that that goes. We'll keep you updated. Check out Lockdown now if you want to cross the stuff every night. And remember, we want to thank you for making Lockdown Cavs your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms. May I suggest as a second listen, Lockdown Browns, Jeff Lloyd crushing over there, covering everything going on with the Cleveland football team as they kind of get towards the end of their season as well. So go check it out. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit subscribe on YouTube. If you have not already, everyone be well.